A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. After a fantastic race in the US of A, we're back with our latest episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. <laughs> you know, that's the biggest joke to me. The entire race seemed like a joke and a joke that probably not many fans understood. <laughs> well, barring for Carlos Sainz Jr. and Fernando Alonso's fairly brief wheel-to-wheel battle, there was hardly any action on track. Oh, you know, Kunal, maybe I missed some of the action because of the different time zone because I dozed off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, you did not miss any action. And maybe the FIA should purposely decide who will have a bad start and then let those drivers chase the others. You know, a far worse version of the reverse grid. (laughs) Well, maybe they've already been doing it with Lewis Hamilton and just haven't (laughs) told us. But that idea is as bad as Bernie Sprinkler's idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bernie Ecclestone also said that more races in the US of A would be difficult. And at this moment, I'd say, thank God. And uh, although I'm not sure of what Lewis Hamilton feels about that, you know, (laughs) he'll have a lot of second home races then. (laughs) The big chatter in the US Grand Prix was that the FIA banned the Verstappen. And I mean the Verstappen, not Max Verstappen. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Verstappen the overtaking move and not Verstappen the driver before our (laughs) listeners get all dried up. Well, Max Verstappen, he's all of 19 and he's already got an overtaking move named after him. I think first for a Formula 1 driver. Youngest ever Formula 1 driver to have an overtaking move named after him. (laughs) (laughs) So this move just sounds like the FI not wanting the drivers to have fun on track. Or maybe there is something more to it. You know, a lot of current drivers, world champions at that, are for banning the Verstappen. Well, firstly, the Verstappen basically is what has shot Max Verstappen to fame. So... Well, it isn't the only thing, of course, but to do the Verstappen, the driver has to move around in the braking zone. You know, like we saw Verstappen do it to Hamilton in Japan last race or to Raikkonen in Spa. Basically, the FIA wants to ban overtaking. (laughs) That's just exactly what it seems like. (laughs) And this is after they gave us that goddammit DRS. The FIA are so confused, Kunal, and we've known this all along. You know, they gave us a device to aid overtaking and then they go ahead and they ban overtaking in some ways. I just don't get it. Well, well, as Jensen Button puts it, so the banning of the Verstappen is more about respect between the drivers than overtaking. And of course, like everything in Formula 1, there are multiple views out there. So Christian Horner said that there are already some of what, four rules that govern overtaking. And maybe Formula 1 is regulating the sporting side of the sport too much. Sporting side of the sport. Yes, I said that. And Vettel and uh, even Hulkenberg said that it is better to discuss the Verstappen right now than to discuss it when something happens. And I think that's fairly smart. 
On a more serious note and basis, the FIA's ruling, they say that banning the Verstappen has been done for safety and not for any other reason. Or maybe, you know, Kunal, the other drivers think that the best way to not become victims of the Verstappen is by getting it banned. <laughs> so, uh... Yes, you know, while overtaking, drivers are on the absolute physical limit of their cars. You know, their tyres, their brakes and everything else. And then to expect them to make last second adjustments, either in braking power or direction, is dangerous. We've got to agree to that. But I am still convinced, whatever you say, that the FIA just doesn't want us to have fun. (laughs) Or maybe they'll ban something now and then they'll unban it later, you know, maybe when the viewership plummets greatly because (laughs) the Verstappen is banned. That's been their mantra anyway, now of late. So Max Verstappen has been a revelation since his arrival in Formula 1. And clamping him down does not make sense to me. You know, instead the FIA should have Max Verstappen host... How to do the Verstappen sessions for the other drivers. (laughs) That is a great idea. (laughs) But you know, if they do that, Formula 1 will be a million dollar waste yard. (laughs) As long as it's a few million dollars, I think that works for Formula (laughs) 1. Maybe, you know, Formula 1 is already a few million dollar waste yard. (laughs) So, I'll tell you what, here's proof. So, Mercedes have developed a hypercar based on Formula 1 technology that they've been tom-tomming about. Well, that's great news, but guess what? It costs $2 million a piece, and I am not sure how many fans will end up buying one. I'm not buying one. (laughs) (laughs) And let's put it this way. Even if you bought one and, you know, God forbid you got the version built on the Lewis Hamilton side of the garage from 2016, you'll most certainly have mechanical issues. Lewis Hamilton had a splendid race at Austin. He had to clinch pole and he did it. And he dominated his home race from start to finish. (laughs) And he had a great start. Let's not forget. Yes, I was going to add that. He had to start well and he did. By the way, Lewis Hamilton was tested off the track in Austin as well. So the FIA very cheekily decided to put him in the official media conference. And this is specifically after his complaints in Japan. So I think that was a very evil move from the FIA. (laughs) What would be even more evil if if they go and ban Snapchat? (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily for Lewis Hamilton, he did well in those media interview sessions as well. But the best on Hamilton's media issues was actually summarized by Red Bull Racing Spy. So that's here's what they said. That, you know, being asked the same questions every week... Well, he's the same Lewis Hamilton every week, in the same car every week. (laughs) If he wants different questions, you know, he should try qualifying last or driving a Ferrari or maybe being Marc Marquez. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one thing I liked about this transcript is that they never said he should try driving a Red Bull racing car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's clever. (laughs) And Lewis Hamilton had amazing support at Austin. So there was Venus Williams, Lindsay Vaughan, Gordon Ramsay, Gerard Butler. And I'm sure there were a few other starlets or celebrities who I couldn't recognize. (laughs) So Venus Williams, she decided to snub Martin Brundle on live television. Shame on you, Venus. Kunal, she probably just didn't recognize him. (laughs) Martin Brundle, who is that? (laughs) But I'm not sure that's the best way to use a paddock pass. 
with grid access <laughs> and like fake charlie whiting said Venus didn't even put up a tweet. Hell, she didn't even put up a Snapchat. <laughs> What a waste of a bus! <laughs> But I really wonder if Venus Williams supports the Williams Formula One team. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke, but yet funny. <laughs> so Lindsay Vaughn was asked if she was with Hamilton at the race, <laughs> and then Brundle went back to correcting himself. Hilarious, <laughs> though I think he made that error on purpose. Evil. <laughs> I also wonder if Rihanna, Kylie and whoever else was watching and I wonder how they felt. <laughs> well, I am sure Hamilton felt good to reduce his championship points deficit to just 26 points. But for Rosberg, I guess he wouldn't be killing himself for finishing second as well. When Lewis Hamilton brings his A game, Rosberg knows that he has little chance to beat him. So losing 7 points was the best he could have hoped for at the US Grand Prix but at one point even finishing second seemed difficult for Nico Rosberg Ricciardo made a brilliant start and he really put up an amazing fight to Mercedes but thanks to a different but well executed tire strategy Nico Rosberg did finally finish second though actually it was mostly thanks to the virtual safety car period So Verstappen's parked car caused the virtual safety car period which actually gave Rosberg a free pit stop that cost Daniel Ricciardo second place how ironic and apparently post race Red Bull Racing told Ricciardo that had there been no virtual safety car period he would have finished 5 seconds ahead of Nico Rosberg damn it talk of being lucky and you need some luck to win the world championship This is probably the second time Nico Rosberg's luck has shone on him. So now we also have the virtual safety car to add to Lewis Hamilton's long list of excuses for not winning in 2016. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo's post-race shui, the crowd actually egged him on to do it and that's so awesome. You know the shui is becoming a worldwide phenomenon. thanks to daniel ricciardo gerard butler was his latest victim <laughs> it is a fantastic promotion for red bull though i am not sure if bernie is pleased <laughs> so lewis hamilton decided to celebrate the sophisticated way you know he drank from the cup <laughs> although i am really curious to know how hamilton will react when ricciardo does a shui on him By the way, Fernando Alonso rated Ricciardo as his best driver. Now that's an awesome compliment and thank you Alonso. <laughs> and to me frankly the United States Grand Prix podium interview was more fun than the race itself. But you know it would have been more fun had Verstappen been on the podium. The organizers would have been in a soup on what to serve Verstappen on the podium because the legal drinking age is 21. <laughs> But the organizers also tweeted that the rules allowed them to serve Verstappen the champagne just as long as his father was present or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know talk about being prepared for a Verstappen on the podium and this means that it isn't Red Bull Racing alone who has to do the preparations you know and uh, having said that there was that one lap when Red Bull Racing were not prepared for Verstappen. 
such utter confusion that's why I'm drop off a probable podium finish and I was actually very keen to see a Verstappen versus Rosberg given that we saw Verstappen versus Hamilton just last race. Verstappen should also be added to the list of drivers we love listening to on the radio. I loved what he said. I am not here to finish fourth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, extremely unfortunate that he did not finish at all. But you know, like fake Charlie Whiting said, Max was right. He wasn't here to finish fourth, so his car broke. (laughs) (laughs) So if Max Verstappen continues his form in the next three races, he could overtake both the Ferrari drivers in the World Drivers' Championship and end up finishing fourth. So eventually Max is here and is going to finish fourth, it seems. (laughs) And finally, someone has called the Dutch bluff on the driver of the day. (laughs) So it was a little strange, but Max Verstappen won the driver of the day despite not finishing the race. (laughs) And I read online, Kunal, that nearly 25% of the votes came from the Netherlands. (laughs) And why not? Because I believe that Verstappen's fans are playing by the rules, much like Max Verstappen is. And I hope that after banning the Verstappen, the FI doesn't introduce some new rule to avoid the Dutch voting for their hero every single race. By the way, Fernando Alonso has broken into the top 10 of the World Drivers' Championship. That is phenomenal. And he had a brilliant race at Austin where he overtook a Toro Rosso and a Williams and wait for this, he finished fifth. Wow. Wow. Uh, I think Alonso got lucky in his clash with Felipe Massato. So the FIA were at their inconsistent best with their stewarding in my view. Uh, You know, Rosberg had a penalty for doing something similar to Raikkonen a few races ago. And now, as we all saw, Alonso went scot-free. So Fernando Alonso has made statements that if the 2017 cars don't excite him enough, he may leave the sport. Even if he's crowned world driver's champion. That is strange. (laughs) That is very strange. Uh, The other talk of leaving McLaren is Ron Dennis. So he might resign from his post by the end of the season. And it seems like not just the cars and drivers, even management is changing in 2017 across a lot of teams. It was quite surprising that Ron Dennis received support from the unlikeliest of quarters, Bernie Ecclestone. <laughs> now that is some love. Uh, McLaren need a change in fortunes and maybe they think that a change in management will bring them that. But of course, Dennis's departure is more contractual and bases his aim to buy his partners out or something more financial. And although I am more keen to discuss his potential replacements because the, the, the list includes somebody as illustrious as Ross Braun and somebody who was discarded by McLaren a few years ago, Martin Whitmarsh. So let me get this straight. McLaren, who sacked Whitmarsh from team principal and CEO positions, are now keen to have him back. <laughs> That's hilarious, but I'm not surprised. Formula One is about reunions. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Ross Braun said that trust issues led him to resign from Mercedes and that he could be back in Formula 1. He says that there was an offer from Ferrari and now there is possibly space at McLaren as well. Now imagine this, he is one of the few decorated engineers who have won multiple constructor championship titles with multiple teams. Actually two in his case. 
So if he does go to McLaren and make them win, he will have three teams with which he would have won the Constructors' Championship, like Adrian Newey. Kunal, I am telling you, Tim Cook should replace Ron Dennis at McLaren. (laughs) (laughs) So we actually had an episode on this last month. And you know, all too often, our words have been prophetic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we predicted Max Verstappen's first win. And maybe now Dennis's replacement as well. I think we're pretty good at these predictions. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I never win those Grand Prix predictor championships. I don't know why. (laughs) That's probably how all the other drivers feel about not winning driver of the day. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Ross Braun to Ferrari seems more likely though. And that's yet another reunion. But I'm not sure who needs him more at the moment, you know, McLaren or Ferrari. (laughs) I'm guessing McLaren. (laughs) I'd still see Ross Brown in red overalls. So Ferrari's best in the US Grand Prix was a fourth place finish. Well, I think Ferrari's best was Kimi Raikkonen driving back in reverse into the pit lane. Just to reduce his walking distance to the garage. (laughs) That is so typically Kimi Raikkonen. And this is exactly where you crack a Magnum joke. Maybe he just wanted to get to his Magnum sooner than ever before. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, Force India, they're still ahead of Williams. Although both teams had terrible races, you know. Uh, The big question, of course, is who will partner Sergio Perez in Force India? Will Valtteri Bottas stay at Williams or will he go to Renault? And will Pascal Verlein and Sebastian Ocon get the call-up by Mercedes to join these teams? So, in effect, Mercedes, you know, by virtue of controlling engine supply to these teams, is also controlling the driver market at the present. By the way, Fernando Alonso supports Hulkenberg's move to Renault. And you know, this is probably because in our last episode, we said that Hulkenberg's move means that he could go the Alonso way and not the Adrian Suki way. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, over to the Grand Prix of Mexico, upcoming this weekend. By the way, Sergio Perez's home Grand Prix. It's Gutierrez's home Grand Prix too, though we usually seem to forget he exists. (laughs) Soon, I think Haas will probably forget that he exists as well. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mexico. Nico Rosberg can be world champion if he wins and Hamilton doesn't finish at all or finishes outside of the points. So, that's amazing. And the only other time Nico Rosberg was in a position to win the World Drivers' Championship was way back in 2014 at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Well, that's an interesting math, but the other math is also possible. And that is that if Rosberg has a DNF or finishes outside of the points, then boom, you know, the points difference would be a single point if Hamilton goes on to win. So the stakes are equally high for both the drivers. Although Hamilton has benefit of being in, you know, championship winning conditions far more than Nico Rosberg. Rosberg signed living on a prayer post USA. (laughs) And I'm sure post Mexico, he's going to be hoping that he can sing, we are the champions. (laughs) So the strangest comment I heard on Rosberg being the 2016 World Drivers Champion is from Bernie Ecclestone. So he said that, yes, Rosberg could win by virtue of scoring more points, but there is very little to write about him. Now, personally, I find that a little rude. And while there is truth in Bernie Ecclestone's point, 
So let's remember this. Formula One doesn't believe in promoting itself. It keeps relying on teams and drivers and in fact even the circuit owners to do their promotion. But And podcasters like us. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is in the call of duty, whatever that is. <laughs> Lastly, Nikki Lauda said that Nico Rosberg is like him, whereas Hamilton is like James Hunt. Kunal, that just completely explains the Lauda-Rosberg bromance. <laughs> well, to me, the only difference is that Hamilton and Lauda have three drivers' championships. Hunt had one and Rosberg has none. Yet. <laughs> Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.